are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. You know why most people wouldn't dare call for something that is not manifest? Is because they don't have faith as a seed. They don't dare plant the seed of faith to cause the manifestation of what they desire to come. They stand back and prophesy that the thing is still standing there. And if you say to the mountain, Whoa, mountain, you're getting bigger, I'll never get over you. You've always been there and you'll always be there, I'll never get over you. You'll have exactly what you said. It's the same principle, you're just working it in reverse. See, you're calling things that are as though they are, and so they are. Why in the world would you want to call it the way it is? When the Bible says, call it the way you want it. Or call it the way the Bible says it should be. See, this is calling things that are not. You call it into manifestation by speaking the word of faith until that faith gets in you for the manifestation of that thing. Can you see that? We're here in the 17th chapter of Luke. We're talking about calling things that are not. In verse 6, the Lord said, If ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, or if you had faith as a seed, you might say... Now, the Greek says it different than this. This is the King James Bible. The Greek says, Ye would say... See, stronger word. Ye would say unto the sycamine tree, Be plucked up by the roots, and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. See, the King James says should. And it should be translated, it would obey you. See, it's a stronger word. Should and would are two different things. He says it would obey you. Now let's look at that for a minute. If you had faith as a seed, you would say. Now that'll tell you why a lot of people won't dare say anything in faith. Because they don't have faith as a seed. Now, how many of you know when a farmer goes out here to plant 100 acres of wheat that he does not need 10,000 bushels of wheat? You plant about one or two bushels of the acre. So you only need about 200 bushels of wheat, maybe not over 100 bushels. So you see, faith works like a seed. So you don't have to have a whole oodles and gobs of faith. <laughs> you just have to have faith as a seed. Do you know what oodles and gobs are? <laughs> That's southern talk. And you all far enough south, you ought to be able to understand that. <laughs> he's not talking about a lot of faith. And he's not talking about having faith the size of a seed. He's telling you to have faith like a seed. You know what a seed has within it? It has the ability within itself to reproduce the exact thing that it came from. The seed is in itself. There's life in that seed. So if you had faith as a seed, you would say to the sycamine tree. Now let's get this down to good old Arkansas English where you can understand it. How many of you know he's not talking about moving a forest here? How many of you know he's not even talking about a tree? He's talking about a problem area in your life. Now, he's just using that sycamine tree. That was a literal tree he was talking about there because it was probably right in the path and they were walking down this path and they probably had to walk around it. So it was an obstacle in their way. And he said, if you had faith as a seed, you would say to this 
tree that's standing in your way right here. Be plucked up, be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. He's telling them how to remove an obstacle in their life, a problem area in their life. See, we got the Minimac chainsaw today. We didn't have to use that to pluck up trees. (laughs) So he's talking about problem areas in your life. Say to it, be removed. You won't hinder me any longer. Lack, you leaving my house. You're not staying around here because I have given and it is given unto me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. I'll get the best job in the whole plant. You watch and see. I'll be the first one promoted. Is that what you've been saying? No, I'll tell you what most of you have been saying. You watch and see. I'll be the first one laid off down there. Then come home bawling and squalling, wondering why God doesn't like you when you got laid off and you've been prophesying it for six months. <laughs> I know I'm on your toes, but I'm going to stand there a while. God will heal your toes. You need your negative toes stomped on. Now, how do I know all these things? Because I've been there. I've been there. And I'll tell you, I got so poor I couldn't pay attention talking that way. Now listen to what Jesus said. He did not tell them, I'm going to give you more faith. He said, if you had faith as a seed, you would say. In other words, if you had faith as a seed, you'd start using it. You'd start saying some things in faith. You'd start saying, these things are not going to hinder me any longer. This problem is going to cease. Listen to me, problem, I'm talking to you. You're going to disappear and depart and dematerialize and a few months from now I'll look back and won't even be able to figure out what the problem was. Because I'm calling the Word of God into play. See, dig into the Word of God. Base it upon scriptures in the Bible. You know, don't be like somebody said, well, I want you to agree with me on this thing that this will happen. Well, brother, what scripture are you standing on? Well, not any in particular. That's exactly what you're going to get. Nothing in particular. (laughs) You don't have any basis for what you want to believe. See, that's why you have to get in the Word of God and find out what God said about it. And then you'll have faith to believe it, see. And confess it until the faith does come. Maybe when you read it in the Bible, you say, I just can't hardly believe that. It's just too good to be true. Well, just keep quoting it. Because the faith, the divine energy of God that is in that word will get out of that word and get inside you. And it will cause the manifestation of the thing that God said. Now is that hard to understand that the divine energy of God is released in his word? Now let me give you an Old Testament scripture. God sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Hosea said God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. See, when you don't know what God's promised, the devil can destroy you. You don't know what to believe for. You don't know whether it's God's will for you to be prosperous or not if you don't know what the Bible said about prosperity. There's people that just don't believe that it's God's will for them to prosper. Well, they don't need to worry about it. They probably never will. Because, see, they don't have any basis for what they believe. Now, here's the thing. Jesus said, if you had faith as a seed, you would plant that seed. You'd say something in faith. Say to the sycamore tree while it's standing there. Say to the problem while it's standing there. Be plucked up and be planted in the sea. And it would obey you. 
But now you see, somebody said, it's hard for me to believe those things. You know why it's hard for you to believe that? It's because you've been too negative. It takes time to get rid of that old negative way of life. You've got to develop yourself and discipline yourself to speak things in line with the Word of God. See, it's not something that happens overnight. It's disciplining yourself to speak what God says and say things that are in line with the Word of God. And then you'll begin to see the manifestation of it. All right, right here in the 17th chapter, look here at verse 11. And he entered into a certain village, and there met him ten men that were lepers and stood afar off, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourself to the priest. Now what kind of an answer is that? Here's ten lepers that said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Now Jesus knows they're lepers. He can see they're staying a hundred yards away. They had to stay out there away from the crowd. And he looks out there and he just says, Go show yourself to the priest. They wanted him to have mercy on them and heal them. Oh, Jesus has started playing make-believe again, hadn't he? <laughs> That's what some people say. Oh, just living in a land of fantasy. Well, now, now, wait a minute. The law said that if you've been cleansed, you go show yourself to the priest. But they have not been cleansed. But Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. You know what he's doing? He's calling them clean. You know, they could have thought, well, now, he misunderstood us, and they could have hollered back and said, Jesus, have mercy on us. You don't understand. We're lepers. And he would have just said, go show yourself to the priest. They could have looked and said, but we're lepers. We're not any better. We're the kind that we don't believe it unless we see it. (laughs) We want to see it first, then we'll say it. Then we'll go show ourselves to the priest. They'd have been lepers the rest of their life. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says, as they went, they were cleansed. Now what happened when they turned and started toward the priest? They started calling themselves clean. The very fact that they took one step toward the priest, they were calling themselves clean. And I want you to know the power of God came on them and they were made clean. As they went, they were cleansed. What would have happened if they hadn't went? (laughs) Now that's not good English, but it'll get you to thinking, won't it? Can you see that? Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now our offer all this week is number 7856, Calling Things That Are Not As Though They Were. A 60-minute DVD for $20 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $24. Calling things that are not as though they were. Now, that simply means you call for what God has given you, but is not yet manifest in your life. 2 Peter chapter 1 tells us that God has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. How? Through the knowledge. If you don't have knowledge of what He's given then you couldn't possibly have Bible faith for it. Through the exceeding great and precious promises. It is by these exceeding great and precious promises that he's given us all things that pertain to life. But now it's not going to come to you just because it's in the Bible. You have to hear it, you have to believe it, and you have to call for it. 
Well, somebody said, well, I'd be lying if I was calling for abundance because I don't have abundance. That's what this video shares with you, how that you call for what you don't have. We do that in everything else in life. Why would we lock up on it and call things that are when we talk about what we have? Don't talk about what's happening to you. Talk about what the Word says will happen to you if you do what the Word says to do. Thank God I have given it's given unto me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed because the Scripture says ye were healed. So then we confess what the Scripture says, regardless of whether it's in manifestation or not. I want you to know that God's Word is spiritual law. It is the power of God to create, to change situations and circumstances. So when you call for the promise of God, you're calling for what God's already given you. You're not calling for what you have. You already have that, so you say what God said about you. Thank God there's abundance and no lack. My God has met my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Well, that's planting a seed for what you need. You call things that are not. Any farmer that plants a seed of corn or soybeans or rice or whatever, he is calling for what he wants. He's not calling it the way it is. He's calling for what he doesn't have. He plants about two bushel of rice seed, or three, and he expects to get a hundred bushel. Calling for what he doesn't have. Calling things that are not. 60-minute DVD for $20 plus $4 postage and handling. A total of $24. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.